All right, here we go. The next episode of the Musings of Dirtbag Duke. And actually, it's the Friday Eve episode, and I am the aforementioned Dirtbag Duke. Interesting things here going on lately. Yeah, that might be the understatement of the century, but some interesting things that aren't necessarily related to, well, some of it related to the economy and the negativity surrounding it, but some of it not. Elon Musk recently tweeted out about, uh, well, actually, I guess I'm sorry. He, he sent out a letter to the employees. Um, let me get that story straight. So he sent the letter out to the employees telling them that, you know, they weren't going to be able to work remotely, uh, that everybody had to head back into working at the factories or the, the um, offices and factories and, and et cetera. And so there's been, you know, a lot of criticism, I guess you can say, or people trying to poach employees from Tesla by saying that, you know, they're a company that, you know. And so, yeah, there's going to be that, those that are opportunistic when it comes to those uh, um, situations and and trying to, you know, poach employees that don't want to work in the office and work from home, and that's fine. I mean, that's, that's I guess, their option, you know, do they do they like working for Tesla? Do they like their job, and do they want to go back into the office, um, or do they not? And then they, you know, that, that's you know, that's completely up to them. And I know that I have always been, or most recently have been, I should say, um, you know, advocate of that opportunity for people to work from home when it makes sense, and when those opportunities are there. Um, and a lot of the the negativity surrounding it is about, you know, just being able to micromanage or watch or, you know, keep an eye on people, make sure they're productive. And the whole idea of, of being productive as just productive, just as productive at home or working from home or working from outside the office versus working inside the office. So there's that whole thing there. And I guess his count, his point of it was that, you know, in his eyes, if you're going to have factory workers required to go in and report every day, then everybody should be able to report every day. And that there is, in his mind, no distinction between um, a factory worker and a non-factory worker when it comes to those employed at Tesla. So that makes sense. That makes sense. Now, do I 100% agree with it? No, I, I think there should be that option. But if he wants to create an environment where that everyone's is, you know, uh, have the, has an equal importance and that, uh, that everybody has, um, basically the same value to, to him and the organization and that he feels like it's necessary for them to come in there, uh, based on their uh, business and organization being a, a manufacturer of, of, of uh, vehicles, then yeah, I think, I, I guess that's again, his privilege or or right as the business owner to require his people to do that and we can debate that back and forth um, all day on whether or not you agree with it but at the end of the day I guess the distinction of why he is wanting to have that happen I guess makes sense and there is some value to that now could there be an alternative motive to that possibly but at least all um, indications point that that's his intention and so um, you know, I guess 
that is his prerogative as that business owner. And again, I don't blame anybody for wanting to, I guess, quote unquote, take shots of it, but his, his reasoning behind it is sound. Uh, but I guess, you know, if you want to say, hey, come work for us because we can let you uh, work from wherever you want, then fine, so be it. But I don't think it's necessary to, to, to put his, him down or criticize him um, individually uh, just to help yourself out uh, because of that business decision. And, you know, if it works for, for them, uh, great. And if not, and people are upset and, and decide to go other, other, elsewhere, then, hey, so be it. So be it. And kind of that same um, vein or line of thinking, uh, you know, there was a, a U.S. national soccer player that um, I didn't watch the video. I didn't want to hear him complain about it. But um, I, I did read some of the comments and, and the posts surrounding it saying that, you know, the player was complaining about fans not showing up um, to this um, match that they had with Morocco recently. And, um, you know, I just thought it was interesting that he felt like that there should be so many people at this event. And the truth of the matter is, is that, and I've mentioned this before, when it comes to fandom and, and anything, is that, you know, hey, if you want people to show up, if you want to create uh, more fandom, then you need to put out a quality product. You, and that's the way it should be. You should, anything, put out a quality product and it will sell itself. And something that's worth people's time and money to spend on it, you know, they, they have that value. And if not, then you can't blame folks uh, criticize them, put them down because they don't, you know, they would rather be doing something else with their time or their money. And there's no doubt that because some of the comments were saying that, you know, football is, is taking, um, taking off and growing in this United States. And, and, and man, that could be true. Uh, but I don't know that it's at the level that American football is right now or baseball is right now. And, uh, even though that, that it is a it's huge uh, worldwide and um, vastly more popular outside of the states uh, doesn't necessarily mean that it's translating to being as popular as or as big here uh, in the states as it is outside of it and there will be quite a few people for sure watching uh, the World Cup coming up there was quite a few people watching up uh, watching the championship match here recently uh you know f- that they had there with um the two teams there for the national ev- or a world event so you know it's it's just going to be one of those things that yeah maybe that in a, a situation like that where people are going to um not show up because of other opportunities but they're sitting on the couch and uh, you know, on Saturday or Sunday, and they're watching a the match on TV because it's one of the teams or both teams, or it's a you know championship level soccer. Then for sure, and I think that's a, a, true of any event. Um, it's just going to depend on overall how well do you treat your fans, how well do you um, reward them for their time and effort, money to show up. And if you're not, well, then that's on you then you've got nobody to blame. And it's, it's true that the 
U.S. soccer, national soccer, is not what it used to be. It's not um, as good as comparable to other teams. And so, therefore, if people don't get behind it and want to, you know, support it, then it is what it is. And, you, you again, you have to worry, uh, work on putting out something better. And, and in closing today, uh, some more negative news. I should have went with that first, I guess, and, and, and come back with the more interesting things. But, again, we're still seeing um, big numbers of people leaving their jobs, um, in a Bloomberg article, they they were um, quoted as saying that, um, or, po- or had written that um, a third of Americans making two hundred and fifty thousand plus a year are living paycheck to paycheck, and that their average FICO score is seven fifty eight. And again, like you know, when I see that, I see that. It is a, there's too many things there that, that could be a, the variables in that scenario. Um, more than likely, I should say that what you're going to find at that level is that they are living beyond their means. And I, living too high on the hog when things were good, and then when things started falling off, then they were so leveraged that they didn't have the ability to offset those costs. So, uh, you know, for example, gas prices or food prices or whatever. And as they go, continue to go up, they're not um, reducing their spending or they're, they're so leveraged that they can't have that opportunity to reduce their spending. And therefore, you know, that's putting them paycheck to paycheck and potentially underwater. And there's no doubt that there are many people out there in this country, if not the world, that could say, man, well, I could live easily off of 250000 But and until you get there and, and live that, uh, and, unless you're able to keep your spending under control, no matter if you're making uh, five thousand a year or twenty uh, twenty five hundred a year or two hundred fifty thousand a year, if you don't live within those means. It doesn't matter how much you're bringing in. If you're not able to restrain yourself, then you're going to get into that problem area of being you know underwater or living paycheck to paycheck. And also, you know, that, that, um, that there was drawn some uh, attention to the 4.4 million people quitting in April. And again, big numbers of people uh, quitting their positions. Now, you know, the, the, the idea, I guess, of open positions uh, or, you know, job openings are going down. But at this rate, at that 4.4, you're still going to have some opportunities for people uh, looking for something different. But again, I, I still I think this continues, and it'd be interesting now going back to I believe, you know, uh, maybe September October timeframe of 2021, where you started seeing this really starting to kick up. So now we're continuing on to almost, you know, just uh, short of a year now, um, within a couple months of being a year of of this mass exodus from employers. And does this tell you anything other than? You know, are these employers really paying attention? Are they really making changes? Are they really trying to uh, attract people and make changes to retain their people? Um, it's one thing when you're, uh, you know, losing people and and being able to try to hire them back and have that difficulty. But why not look at the opportunities that you have right now and retaining the ones that you got? Because if you continue to see that, it's just going to put you in, in a bigger hole. 
it's going to be more difficult to climb out of it. So at some point, you've got to recognize that, hey, we need to make some serious changes. And talking with folks and, and kind of getting an idea of what's going on out there, I don't know that there's very many. If it, if Well, I should say there shouldn't be, there isn't very many that are, are looking to change or making changes or uh, looking to, for improvements to try to help their people out. And they're going to continue to see this um, mass exodus um, and the difficulty of trying to hire people because if you don't have a good, again, a good product, a good organization, good benefits, good pay, good good uh, time off, uh, working from home, etc. What people are needing and wanting and looking for right now and demanding, you know, you're going to be in that hole. Well, I hope you're doing well. Hope you have a, a a good, safe weekend. Hope you got some great plans. Uh, hopefully, we'll be able to put together a fishing Friday for tomorrow. So until next time, take care.